Welcome to Quick Consult, the podcast that addresses the questions you were most likely to ask or should ask in a consultation with an estate planning attorney. Hello, and welcome to Quick Consult. I'm your host, Sarah Josie, an estate planning attorney licensed to practice law in Virginia and North Carolina. Today's discussion is going to focus on whether you should jointly title your real estate with your children. This is a common question that I receive from clients and honestly a common mistake that I see when I'm reviewing uh, clients' documents when they're meeting with me for their initial consultation. So when it comes to jointly titling real estate with your children, a lot of times clients will do this because they think, well, this is a great way to avoid probate. Um, And obviously probate avoidance is something that's important Um, if you can easily pass an asset to your beneficiaries, to your children, without having the court involved, why wouldn't you do it? Um, And really, there's three different reasons why you should not do this type of estate planning. So the first reason is because when you put your child onto your real estate with you, you are subjecting yourself to their creditors. So even if they don't have a creditor currently, that doesn't mean that they're not going to have one in the future. Um, And creditors can come about in in all different shapes and sizes, right? So even if your child is the most fiscally responsible kid in the world, um, they could still, you know, cause a 10-car pileup on the highway um, and have a bunch of different people suing them and find themselves in, in some sort of legal trouble there. And if that situation did occur, you wouldn't want your real estate to be at risk. Um, So that's a really good reason why you don't want to put your children um, on your real estate is because of those potential creditors. The next reason um, is for tax purposes. So when you put your child on your real estate and you pass away, your child will not receive what's called a full step up in basis. So what I mean by that is that if you inherit your child with the real estate in another way, whether that's through a transfer on death deed, which is available only in certain jurisdictions, uh, through a revocable trust, through a will, or even through intestate succession, which means you don't have any estate planning documents in place and it passes them through the laws of the state that you're in, that child may turn around and sell your real estate and they will not have to pay any tax on that sale. So, for example, let's say you purchased real estate for $500,000, and at the time of your death, your real estate is valued at $1 million. That's a $500,000 gain on the value of your real estate. And there's a lot of nuance here, But just for sake of this example, essentially what could happen is when that real estate is sold, if there wasn't a step up in basis, there would be a capital gains tax on that $500,000 gain. And where the capital gains tax is currently, that could be uh, up to 20% of that $500,000 gain could then be taxable. Um, So that is obviously a a large chunk of change that we want to try to avoid uh, going to the IRS. So if you put your child on your real estate with you, they will not receive that full step up in basis. Um, and that, is a, that can be a significant 
tax consequence by making that mistake. But if you instead inherit them with the real estate, then they won't have any capital gains tax uh, likely um, on the sale. And then finally, we, uh, other than the creditors, there's some tax issues there. The final issue here to consider is how it would disrupt your estate plan. So sometimes, you know, clients come to see me, they have three or four children, and they want to just put one child um, on their home. And they tell me, oh, don't worry, um, John will definitely do the right thing and sell the house and split the proceeds equally with his siblings. Yeah, so other than the other two issues, which are obviously pretty major, there's no guarantee here that our John is going to actually do that, right? He's not legally obligated to do that. That property would be his property alone. Um, and other than just out of the goodness of his heart, he has no reason to split that real estate with his siblings. And then even if he did do, quote unquote, the right thing um, and sold the house and split the proceeds with the siblings, it would most likely be a taxable gift from him to his siblings. So you, you might be aware that you if you give a gift over $16,000, then you have to let the IRS know about that gift. Um, and in this case, especially when we're dealing with real estate, um, even if it's divided three different ways, it's likely going to be more than $16,000. So in that situation, now we're dealing with having to file additional paperwork with the IRS. It's eating away at John's um, exemption amounts, and it's making a situation that could have been very clean, very messy. So you're not helping uh, the situation by putting one child on your house with the handshake agreement that it's going to be sold and the proceeds split among your other intended beneficiaries. It's not legally enforceable, and it adds additional burden to the child who you put uh, on, on your real estate. So those are the three main reasons that I, I encourage people not to put their children on the real estate with them. Again, it's because of the creditors, it's because of the loss of the step-up in basis, and it's because it could effectively uh, disrupt my client's estate plan. So what do we do instead to avoid probate when it comes to real estate? This is going to vary state by state, but the number one recommendation is to have a revocable trust where you can put that real estate into trust and have it be managed by the trustee. If your estate is really one where a revocable trust is not necessary, I would ask your estate planning attorney whether a transfer on death deed is available in your jurisdiction. This is a deed that's filed with the court and effectively moves the real estate to your named beneficiaries without them having to go through any part of the probate process. So there are other options available to you out there. Please do consider those options before ever titling you know, your child onto your real estate. It's really just not worth it. And then as a final note here, of course, I'm, I'm speaking about children who are not minors. Of course, minor children should never be put on real estate. So I hope you find these tips helpful and that it gives you some good questions to ask your estate planning attorney. Until next time, I'm Sarah Josie, wishing you and your family all the best wishes in health and, of course, the best planning. Have a great day.
Thanks for listening. For more information, visit selectlawpartners.com. The information in this episode is provided for general informational purposes only and may not reflect the current law in your jurisdiction. You understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host or any select law partner's attorneys. No information contained in this episode should be construed as legal advice from the host or select law partners, nor is it intended to be a substitute for legal counsel on any subject matter.